And welcome back to another episode of Unfiltered. I'm here with... Jonathan Cleman. <laughs> Trying to trick you up, yeah? Yeah, it's probably off there. You, you can't pronounce guess. anybody else's names, let alone your own. I barely do. <laughs> I'm Yunina Doyle, and we're here with Sam, Sam Jones. Jones. You know your name. Fabulous. I try my best. <laughs> That's always a great start. And you can pronounce Sam Jones, can't you, Jonathan? I can. There you've got it. It's nice easy. No, no, I'm doing this in case I'm bugger it up. <laughs> I'm depression now. So, Sam, you're actually the second guest we've ever had from uh, Bancroft. Yeah. It's becoming a thing. We're, yeah, we're getting bigger and bigger. Stronger and stronger, taking the wine world over. Is that the plan? One wine at a time. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a good sales pattern. Not one extra bottle each order. I was thinking of getting, you know, like you, you see all these wine merchants and it's all about, you know, what can you give people, blah, blah, blah. It's and you, swagger. Not enough wine merchants do good swagger. So you're, like you're, you're selling swagger now? I oh, know, we want to do good swag. So what I'm thinking good is swag. we get... Baseball caps make wine great again, but in blue, in blue and green. Is, is blue and green the colours of Bangkok? That's blue and green the colours, uh, yeah, not okay. red. Also, then you've okay. got blue, you've got Democrats, and then you've got to make wine great again, which was getting the Republicans. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're crossing boundaries. Just You could bring the two sides together. Just this, winning uh, on all levels, yeah. yeah. exactly. Right. But um, I'm yet to pitch it to my bosses. Oh, okay, so it hasn't gone any further no, this than is in your own I literally head. just thought this up this morning. That's amazing. So for our few followers, um, this, yeah. this is this is definitely going to go far now. Well, you know, if the other guys are hearing and I see that going around the wine trade, I know where it came from. <gasps> you need to copyright if, um, that idea uh, ASAP. Yeah, we would like some feedback on swag. Would you, any any wine merchants or buyers out there, would you be more pro if you got more swag? Is that what you're after? Would you need baseball caps? Do you need bottle openers? All the well? wine, but, you know, all the wine, but everyone all wants wine a wine knife. And do you know that they offer you the crap ones, the ones that don't even open, they just cut you? Wait, so like, that would piss me off. You mean the ones that cut you but don't cut a bottle of wine? Yeah, yeah. Which is mm. magical, I've had a few of those in my time. Oh, I've had loads of them. You know, they give you a wine knife, like, here you go, you're like, oh, yeah, cheers. That's I, here you go, I hate you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they go, they go, how much they like it? They take one from the left or the right pocket, like, yeah. ooh. You just, just pay the extra 50p and you're get ruining, a decent one. You're ruining right, right, all right. the wine trade secrets now. Like, what? Oh my god, he, did, he didn't like me? <laughs> what? First of all, he didn't have any swag, and now he's giving me rubbish gifts that are so supposed I would, to... I would plug my wine opener, but I'm not going to do it because I have to pay for it, so bug it. Oh, you want to plug a bottle opener, do you? No, I'm not going to. Go on, plug it. No, 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 I'd pay too much money for it. How, yeah, how seen? much did this bottle opener cost? You don't want to know. I do want to know. You don't want to know. Seriously. It's code 38. Code 38. Have you not seen these? What's Code 38? Have you not seen these? What does that mean? So Code 38... Oh, it's, oh, this is actually the name of it. Yeah, Code I thought it was like Code 38. What does that mean? Anything no, 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 above no, £100? No, it's not. It's not like you... It's not like you... Uh, someone's committed a crime sort of thing. No, Code 38 so it was designed by a... Um, he's Australian. He worked for the American Air Force. He's designed air fighter jets. Okay. So, that, so of course, you know, he went, what can I put... Oh, like, God, so this is like super technical. To? No, it's a one-pool system. It's actually super simple. Oh, really? But it's way it's designed... Actually, three oh, okay. D printed. Um, it's designed that it's only one pull, so you've got no double pulling, and it pulls a cork. How lazy! How lazy! And the baby is amazing. How emotional! Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> well, and you didn't bring it with us to show to show us. No, no, I tend to not let it leave work. So otherwise, you know, Where happened to just banging it with your shoe against the wall? <gasps> I've never, that, I've never done that trick. Well, you don't like just the old good old like you know, get a pencil corkscrew. Cork, uh, sorry. A pencil? Screw a screwdriver and just hit it through the bottle. You're desperate times. Actually, to be honest, desperate times. Yes. Desperate that times. is yes. Casa del Diablo, but I think. Um, I've done it literally. I've done it. I actually don't know if Casa del Diablo works well. It's just eating as well. What you do? It's just how you open one, I think. Yeah, you can't open it any other way. Well, don't look at me. He's like, 
looking at me. I've, I've, I've never drunk one, so... I've tried You've to never drunk Casso Diablo? You look at you in your middle-class life. You've like, if if so. I do, I down it really quickly. I tried to do it with a magnet of wine, like, put it in your shoe and hit it against the wall. And I ended up just like the house was shaking. Yeah. Oh, okay, I'll move. I thought you were going to say you broke the, the bottle, but... I thought you say you broke big feet. No, no, well... <laughs> Actually, that's a Just very valid point. How did you get a Magnum bottle? That could be one, like a Riesling, Alsatian bottle. Yeah. It was a, it was a thin one. It was a very thin one. <laughs> don't worry, I'm not. We're talking about bottles still. It's gone downhill. Sam said he was going to get. Yeah. Okay. I think yeah. this might be your favourite guest. It's gone downhill already. I love it. Yeah. Um, um, do you want to pour some wine whilst yeah. we? we, uh, we inter- wine, I was going to say interview, but perhaps interrogate. So interrogate. Look, don't start attacking people who have lisps. I actually don't, but you know, somebody here might be really offended listening. And I will laugh and giggle at them whenever they speak, it's just the way life is. So I've been ginger. Do you think I do you, do you think you would consider yourself ginger? No, I'm blonde. Exactly. Blonde. I was gonna I, think, I mean I was I mean, to the extreme end of Aryan. I'm just wondering if you actually had some like crisis and you were gonna say that you were strawberry blonde or something. No, which no, is, no, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm like pretty a, white, I'm like a poster boy for hippie youth. I mean uh <laughs> The, the right as they come, or whatever they. The right as they come. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, you can see the German blood in me, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. And there's an ironic segue into what we're drinking as well. <laughs> Talking of. Not, not, to, not in any way to disparage my heritage, but um, so, first one we've got today, which mm. I obviously planned really far ahead and didn't just order here before we uh, started, is JJ uh, J. J. Prum. Uh, this is the Wienisch. Oh, God, we're pronouncing it. Wienischona Auslacer. You can't pronounce anything, it's like you've got a lisp. Like a lisp for every word. <laughs> yeah. Like a lisp and for that's language. the worst of all. A lisp for language. Oh, wow. So are you picking on the. I'm picking child? on you. Wow, okay. You. Carry on, please. Tell us about wow, this beautiful wine. You've ruined it now. Am I throwing you off? So, Savina Shuna, last day, served from JJ Prum, uh, 2010. Um, for those who don't know, JJ Prum is probably one of the most well regarded producers in the Mosul. Mm. I'm trying to think if there's any problem. I think it's Igor Mula. Um, who else is on this level? I'm trying to think, though. There's quite a few guys. Yeah. When you look at Rieslings from Germany, it's the most iconic bottle. I think so, yeah. That other than Blue Nun. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, <laughs> nothing quite compares to Blue Nun, does no. it? Nothing does quite compare to no. Blue Nun. I mean, mm. for wine people like us, we just absolutely adore this stuff. Mm. Can't get enough of it, but just, I mean, you can't even you can't even give it away to your man. It's a nightmare. <laughs> but the, the only funny thing I find about Prum is, again, compared to Muller, you have to go. You have to. It's like getting burgundy. You've got to get allocation. You've got to buy a ton of his stuff from Australia before you can even look at the bottle. Um, but Prum is still actually. I think he also produces more, but he, it's very easy to get your hands on, mm. relatively. There's always a few old vintages knocking around, unless it's the ice wine, then you're gonna have to fight for some. But I, I mean, the quality level is just... The, and the price point is always actually... Price really point's really amazing. For this what I find funny about it is it's compared to a lot of the other big boys in Riesling and the Mosul especially, his wines seem to be... Some people are going to feel they're too light when they're young and they're elegant, they don't think they're going to age, but weirdly enough, they just seem to keep going and going and going and going. I've tried some of them going all the way back to you know, donkey's years, going for 10, 20, 20, 30 years, and they just seem to stay at that same elegant, fresh level and just kind of evolve as time goes on. This is so pretty. And also the sweetness, you don't really feel it in this wine, even in the Auschwitz, you don't, the balance is always there, perfect, it doesn't feel overly acidic or like to balance out the sweetness, it seems to always be perfect. Mm. Oh, cheers guys. No, cheers, cheers to Monch the first two. wine. Monch two. Monch two. Monch two. Sorry, I remember what Del Boy was today. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking, where are you from? Uh, on the borders of Essex, East London. 
So, it depends so, what conversation I'm in. So it's basically basically the worst kind of breeding is what it's Yeah, I was going to say that, but then I realised that's not very nice, and that's not my <laughs> no, style. No, 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 it's fine. I grew up in a shit style, it's all good. Oh no, did you? Yeah, did you have a slum? No, I'm cool. Did you have a roof? I'm still cool. I still eat pie and mash, you know, just to represent East Even even remember though you actually have some, some that, dollar dollar bills. That now, gives some culture though. Yeah, yeah. lots of culture. So if my mates come to if my mates yeah. come to East London, I take them to Pie and Mash. You know, I've got. But there's actually a place called Pie and Mash. Oh, it's quite a few pie mash shops. Pie mash shops. So you've got oh, a pie, pie mash shop. You know what pie mash shop? Oh. you really are so middle class. See, this is the problem. If I took you to a pie mash shop, mid- you look really bad. So when you go to a pie mash shop, you don't say, I would like pie mash. What? It's the numbers. So it's how many pies do you want and how many mash do you want? So you go in there, you go one and one. Two oh and one. my God, is everybody listening to this? For anyone who's never had a pie and mash experience, shit. It's lift. No. And if you have it with gravy, they won't serve you. Even though You're they, not allowed it with gravy. You've got to go with liquor. It's okay. the, it's the, basically, if you, if you eat pie and mash, it's just like, you know, you're poor, but you're cool. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, what do you pair with pie and mash? And this was getting to my point. That liquor, that salt, just that fresh, plain, rubbish food, always go great with a bit of Riesling. <laughs> Riesling, Riesling will go great with anything. Yeah, but that's why I always love champagne with fish and chips. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah, that's, that's because That's because your family never stoops so low as beer, though, isn't it? As beer. Was champagne like the cheap thing in your house? You're like, oh god, we're fish and chips. Darling, just get a bottle of the champers out. No, I it. tell you what, I grew up with Kamula, you know, that the five pound Australian, it was South uh, African. It's like a it's, yes, and it's like oh, a blend god, of, mean, yeah. of like three grapes, whatever they had lying around, whatever. Five pound <coughs> bottle. My parents knew nothing about wine, so I hated wine. I thought it was disgusting. It was only in my 20s that I actually started learning wine. So, no, you can tease me all you will. That doesn't mean being really close. What? I suppose officially. I'm not poor like Sam, but you know. <laughs> I can't say. I, I can only like, afford one and one. Listen. Don't get to. <laughs> I still remember. One and one was a stretch. Yeah, <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was my Friday night lucky if I, you know, did all my homework. My parents lied to us and told us that the ice cream van was a music man and that people were going to the music man to thank him for his wonderful music just so they didn't have to buy us ice creams. Now, did come you on. not see TV? When you were well, a popular culture. Well, I think, you know, when we got to a certain age, you know, like 10, 11, you know, they, wow, they couldn't start Wow, that is a very long life. time for you to believe that life. Or... What, 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 how you never got Santa Claus was real? Well, that's something completely different. I was so cool. I knew I knew early on. I was Ice cream fags sell. Ice cream bags sell fags and backy and that all. No. Yeah, you can get yeah. it all. Yeah. Quite a kid, so it wouldn't surprise me. No, no, no. <laughs> Especially when he said it. But I, know, I, know, I know there was a there was a van driver around our area and he was ice cream van, he to, was selling To fags. be fair, to entice a young child on a modern day in, you can't use sweets and ice cream anymore. Back yeah. in the fags would be a much easier way to get a child well, on a ninety nine wouldn't it? A ninety nine just don't cut it anymore, <laughs> does it? <laughs> because it's not ninety nine P anymore. Oh my god, do you know a ninety nine P flake is something like two pounds? But they call it ninety nine P flake. Well you still gotta call it a ninety nine, yeah. haven't you? It's like I'll take that was the still, name of it. Happy Meal still one ninety nine. Is it really? Wow. Inflation hasn't yeah, touched but, it. Yeah, but what has touched it is probably the most disgusting body parts of an animal, or probably not even animal. Uh, the kids love it. It's like crap. <laughs> That's probably what's in it. Yes. It's definitely not meat in it. Yeah, we're, we're definitely not helping the kids in this podcast, are we? No, but this is... Tobacco and Keep yeah. going. This podcast has never been aimed at the children. <laughs> it hasn't. It's, it's been it's, aimed it's, at the mothers who are drinking at home halfway through the day just because they want to survive. Did you see... Have you seen Stranger Things? Did you watch that? I haven't watched... I've been the, the best, best, saving, the best like, character is this, the parents in the background. It's one of the girls um, and the little boy... It's the mum. All you ever see her doing is any day, of the, any time in the morning, day, evening, 
She's just drinking a glass of wine. It's just this subtle just hint it's just of, there. it's the stay-at-home mum absolutely caning it. Do it. Looking, Do it. looking like it. class. Okay, yeah. so she does it in a very nice way. Yeah, it shows that it's it, possible. Yeah. There's a thing that the US, one of the biggest users of methamphetamine now are um, suburban mums. It's not even really surprise me. Because they start taking them to deal with, because they have to do these weird, like, crazy, fast-paced lives where they're like, book clubs, this, that, their part-time job, they're, they're, all the, the bullshit they fill their lives with. They end up getting really stressed trying to live with kids. So they end up taking them to try and keep up. Which is really common for them. I mean, some of them get prescribed them, we get Adderall, which is mm-hmm. just thrown around in the US anyway, but a lot of them get it illegally as well. Yeah. It's like, you know, a lot of epidemics of drugs have in the US. And the, now, there's a, now there's a problem with drugs because white people are dying, and that's always a, that's always a problem in the US. So that's why they got from the opioids. So now they care. Yeah, no, it was crack, and it was, it was poor people and uh, black people in slums that didn't give a shit. But the minute white, rich white kids or middle class white kids started dying, now they, they realise there's now, a problem. There's a problem with that. Yeah. They've got a crisis. So it's, Did uh, you read that crack cocaine is coming back into the UK? It's coming back. Yeah, it's coming into fashion. It's Gucci now. It's Gucci now. It's Gucci. Yeah. Yeah. It's Gucci. Yeah. It's Gucci. Yeah. It's Gucci. Yeah. 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 Lay off, nice. yeah, lay, lay off that yeah. and a little bit more wine. What do you think? I love it. I, I, I mean, there's not bad reasoning in the world, is there, apart from Blue Nun? I've had a few, no. I've had a few. It's hard, though. Riesling is, I, I always say, is like, if you had to have one white grape variety, for me, it's just so versatile. It is so good. Which wherever you go, it, just, it tastes completely different. Wherever you grow, it tastes different. That's, why it's, that's what's enjoyable about it, I think, for people who love wine and have a bit of passion for I, it. I, I think for like, Quality terroir-driven wines, value-wise around the world, you can find so many of them because it's because it's almost unpopular at this point. Mm. Uh, but so many winemakers still want to make it. So how's it down? We attempted in uh, season one, episode three, I think, to explain reasoning. Um, we we failed it. massively. We made it really complicated. But if anyone took a pen and paper and their glass of reasoning, by the end of that episode, they will understand reasoning and they'll know what they're doing. Okay? Or they look like the meme from uh, the guy with all the red strings going around. Uh, you've seen that one like, where he's got a, a theory. You've got all the red strings connecting all the dots of what's happening in his uh, in his theory. And that's I, probably more what it looked like. It'd be lots of diagrams of making no sense and linking to each other and complicating yourself. I haven't seen the meme, but I think we've you, complicated people even more, even more now exactly, with your terrible description of that meme. That they know what sense. I'm talking about. I'm sure they all do, it's just me. Um, anyway, arrested I, development, I think it's arrested oh, development. Arrested development, is that where it's come from? I just think with like, the whole reasoning thing that people, you know, you could go to any restaurant in London and order a different bottle of reasoning, it's yeah. going to be completely different. I think for average Joe, it's just not, it's not certain. You know go average to, Joe? Well, I try to. No, so I try no, to sell no, average Joe. No, that's his mate. I've, always, <laughs> wondered, I've always wondered who was average Joe. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you know? Do you know Luke? Average, yeah, average Luke. Luke. You know, no, 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 Luke. no, Luke Paul. Luke Paul. I've always wondered who this Luke is. <laughs> oh. That was the te- that was a terrible joke. Oh my god! So, oh my god! I met this Irish waiter uh, yesterday at one of my accounts. I'm going to tell you where. People don't just scope me out. But um, he's one of the restaurant managers. He's an absolute like just pure pure. Crap for laughter. He just got promoted very quickly. They went from waiter to restaurant manager and one sentence. We were talking about customers and because um, I used to be like, I used to be similar in Hawksmoor and Goodman's and back in back in the day for Corny and Barrow. But he was saying um, 
you know, you get the, the same customers that come in have a Sunday lunch. Mm-hmm. You know, it's an average Sunday lunch. It's really good, nice and cheap. And then you get the customers that go, oh, you know, the meat wasn't as good as last week. He goes, well, you ate that one, so you can't have it again. Remember that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just for me, I was just like, that just wittiness, wittiness. I absolutely love it. Um, well, unfortunately, I can't say we have that with Jordan. No, I can't. I don't do wittiness. Just down, <laughs> down depression and uh, end of the world. Yeah. I think sarcasm is the lowest form of wit. Yeah. My daddy know. always tells me that. But you do it well. Yeah, I know. I mean, you stick to what you know. That's true. <laughs> and you know what? I know wine. So let's... Uh, let's that, what that, we got tasting notes? Mm. I do know wine. Look, wine knows me. Yeah. I like wine. wine Germany's always the main go-to. That is, that is the white wine grape of Germany. Well, I mean, yeah, but it's generally changed quite drastically. It's well. using a lot more red. I think it's gone from, it used to be about 80-20 white, and now it's 60-40. Yeah. Um, did, you, did you know that Mosul, back in the day, they actually used to grow a lot, even though Mosul, obviously, Riesling is the, is the grape, they used to grow a lot of Pinot Noir. Well, this, and it all this, got pulled up. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Like, it's like all the regions... That people don't see Mosul as a region mm-hmm. for Pinot Noir. Well, because back then, though, there were one of the few regions that could... There were one of the few regions that could actually ripen it properly. Because of all the sunshine. Well. Yeah, and it the, okay. the, the lake as well. We're going to do a, a, the, the technical. The, should we talk about the slopes and the slate soils? So people can yeah, actually so learn a bit, bit, a bit yeah, of let's a let's bit actually do science. Let's pretend we actually talk about it. So, yeah, in the moment, obviously, um, it's one of these regions of very common thing you find for Riesling, is Riesling seems to, tends to, dry, to grow well in really shit places to work wine. No one really knows why, but you've got basically... Vakau, Mosul, and and then in Alsace as well. So if you find a really stupidly high slope that's terrible to work on, and Riesling's like, that's my man. Um, <laughs> it's just true. He likes big, slaty soil, lots of high slopes. I know that in Alsace, um, they, half the time they're working with ropes or pulleys to be able to pull themselves up. Mm. You're never going to be able to use a tractor to harvest any of it. What's well, about 40%, isn't it? The degrees? Yeah, you degrees get 40%. And then... Mosul, you're, like, you're on these big slaty slopes that like to fall down a lot and you've got to try and harvest this wine. I love rolling down the But it, like, it does like to be on these valleys yeah. catching a lot of sun in the Drunk. Day. Yeah. yeah. Well, you could be on a straight... If you're drunk enough, a straight... A straight yeah. feels like slopey, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to grow wine on a slope. It's just a fact. And the better slope... The... Well, you, but you said that some of the songwriters of Grunewald Lina, but you didn't get it back out. It's the opposite. Grunewald Lina likes to sit down... Likes to sit down, does it? Yeah, it does. Likes to take a seat. Yeah, it likes to sit in the cusp of the valley at the bottom and it likes the wet. So it doesn't mind the water, it doesn't need to be dry, and it doesn't, it doesn't want to be on mm. high slopes. It's lazy, it's almost like a lazy grape, so it's giving me everything and so much great wine. So it definitely. That's why they made up for it with a name. Yes, Gruner Zolina. Make it feel more special. But reasoning definitely is one of those grapes. It, it is also very difficult. It doesn't want to be too hot, too cold, too this. It wants a very certain kind of soil. What do we think this wine, in terms of residual sugar, has? I, guess. I hate that question. I know. I always wonder because I, I, th- I would say yeah. this is higher than we think it is. We'll shock you, shock our listeners. This is not a dry white. I know they do exist. <laughs> it also doesn't taste sweet though. It has a bit of no, sugar. No, I would. I I would be thinking about forty-five grams residual sugar I, I per liter. What do you think? Do we? Do, do anyone, do, does a lot of people, do a lot of people, sorry, my English does is a lot of people. Does, does it, does, it, does, yeah. it, does a lot of people. English is, does it. My English is very poor. No, this is great, this is actually going um, to a different demographic, so <laughs> we, we really appreciate that you're... Well, 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 Oh, I've lost that. Um, <laughs> no, but no one asks. You know, you only when you do wine fairs or you know like tastings with wine buyers and you know journalists, 
That's the first thing the house batteries in residual sugar. I know for a fact that I've sold I've sold reasoning for 10, 12 years. All of my customers, no one's ever asked me that. No one's ever asked me that. And if they did, be like, what, what do you want to do with it? They don't, they don't ask me, is residual? But like, oh, if you try to give it to someone who doesn't like, doesn't know reasoning, they'll go, but aren't reasoning sweet? Like, no, this one's not. Or, you know, or I, I just use them in blind tasting. I just use them in like tasting menus. Yeah, yeah. And I use JJ Prim a lot. Uh, it was either the spec laser or the oscillator. I always give it to them. They're like, this wine's fantastic. Like, it is. They go, I thought the reasonings were sweet. It's, it's a bit sweet. They're like, it isn't. I'm like, it is. It's in balance. <laughs> and I'm trying to explain to people, it always annoys me. It's like, we love sugar in everything. Yeah. The biggest problem we have as a, as a species is we love sugar to the point where we get diseases from it. And then suddenly they're like, no, I like my wine dry. And most people don't understand what dry even means. They think it's not fruity or not this or not that. It's... I'll have a dry white wine. Just... <laughs> you just want the cheapest glass of wine, don't you? Which is, I want to try white wine, okay. What kind of dry white wine? Or imagine people ask me, I go, all my whites are dry. Yeah. Hence why I have a section that says, they don't even know. I've got a section that says sweet wine, and then all white. It's like no being a gluten, like, I don't even know what gluten is. Like, you, people are all on gluten free, so I don't even know what that means. <laughs> you just say it. I don't, do you? You question them, but, uh, do it. No, I'm, my favourite one, people go, oh, no, no, I don't, I don't. When they're doing stupid diets, they lie, they go, um, oh no, uh, I, 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 I can't have butter. And then later on, they're like, they'll tell me, they go, oh, I need, some, I need some hot milk with my coffee. But you can't <laughs> have butter, you said you have an allergy. Oh yeah, but to butter, not to milk or cream. I'm like, sorry? I was like, well, don't stir it for too long then. <laughs> <laughs> don't stir that. Don't put some sugar in it, I'll tell you. You're gonna... Right, the glue, the 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 the, the anti what 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 what's oh, it? Dietary like, requirements. Oh, fucking, dietary, yeah. What, what the people? Allergi the allergists. Yeah, yeah, no, the people. Right. What do we call them? What what are you when you're? Pains in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> most of them are very bullshitters, which has actually been proven. There was, a, there was a study done lately that shows that most people either think they have an allergy or say they have an allergy and lying about it. And what's even worse is people who go to doctors and have allergy tests. Doctors go, well, you have a slight. Finger with onions. Like, oh, I have an onion allergy. You don't have an onion allergy. You just onions have a slightly more effect on you than other things. It's not killing you. It's not doing any damage to you. It might make you. You know, if you eat twenty of them, your stomach's gonna tickle a little bit. Alanazis. Oh, <laughs> Alanazis. I like that. It just does my head in. Yeah. Once I had, I actually had vegans come in the other day to the shop. We've got quite a lot of all really old French furniture that we got specially. We're talking really, really old vintage stuff. So we're recycling. If mm -hmm. anything. And they come in and they walk around and at the back there's all wood and there's everything is set up like a garden. And they're like, oh my god, do you not have anything that isn't a dead animal? And I'm like, sorry? They go, well, is there anything that's not leather? We don't really want to sit on leather, we're vegan. I'm like, so you'd rather I throw these away, build something out of plastic and kill the earth to do that for you? Or what do you want from me here? Cut down some trees? Because you hate, you hate plants, don't you? I'll some plastic like, chairs. Can't you? Oh, that's all bad for you now, isn't it? Everything's bad for you. Yeah. Right. Segway into that in the news lately. Have you heard the, the story apparently you know, a glass, it's a glass of wine at night is as bad as free cigarettes? Is that what they've decided? Well, apparently someone's decided. That's not true. I love statistics like this, though, because you could do that to anything. Like, being kicked in the nuts is probably as bad for your health as two cigarettes. It's got to oh, be, Oh, I'm sure you boys would both agree. Oh, well, I downgraded it to two from three. So <laughs> like... That was very fair of you. No, I like what you did there. You, you, didn't, wasn't, wasn't you, didn't, you didn't want to wing it. I wasn't going like, it's as bad as 20 cigarettes a night. I wasn't what? going like that. I was one of like, the oldest commodities in the world. And we need to respect we're, it. We're still growing strong. We're still we're getting older. We're overpopulated. We're getting older and we're all still smashing wine. So what you're saying is we need to cull some people. We need more wine needs to be drunk. Mm -hmm. And only the strong can survive. Oh, God, you know what? You two together. Shit. <laughs> 
Guys, we just need bigger, just like, bigger just, bottles. Yeah, we're inventing a normal bottle like Magnums is the only way forward. Well, to be fair, we're on the metric system, so it should be at least a litre bottle. Yeah, why? Why do why we? Why don't yeah? Why was bullshit seven? Why don't the English do a litre bottle? Do litres litres of <laughs> sparkling two, wine? Two pints. STB. Two pints. STB. What's STB? Shit the bed. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> STV shit the bed. Well, STV, I have to say that this reason, considering it's white wine, actually tastes and smells like it's like not obviously like nectarines and orange fruit, but strawberries. I'm getting something really pretty in rose petals. I think it's a really delicious. It gets a lot of um, aromatics. I think you also borderline a little bit more on lime to lemon, the zest, or bergamot probably. Bergamot. You still have quite a lot of apple on there, and the apple's actually slightly green still as well. Like, well, at the end, it comes from the. Yeah. I just, what I love about, um, you know, Mosel, Joseph Prim especially, is he's always managed to find this sort of another element of texture that you don't really find. And that lovely weight in your yeah. mouth. Really soft, lovely and creamy. And I think a lot of, you know, like my mate Average Joe, they get put off by that. <laughs> you know, they want Umbongo in their mouth. Umbongo. Yeah. Umbongo. What's in Bongo? You've never, you've never had a Bongo. Is that like a fizzy drink? No, no. it's like a little carbon juice. You have a great advert on Bongo and Bongo. Oh, and you put, in the jungle, and right? you put like a straw in it, right? Well, yeah, yeah, that's the idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's a casual thing. It's what, it's what they that's do. That's the only thing you've got juice out of a box. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Your butler comes along, my he will open it for you, he pours it into his auto glass. If I only, I wish I came from that kind of world. My parents just didn't like, we drank Ribena. We got it, you know, we had to dilute it. Those umbongos were like... You had to dilute Ribena, you mean like everyone else? You tease... That's what I'm saying. We were so poor we had to dilute our Ribena. We just shot it like the rich people. I just like to say, we didn't buy the cartons, because to buy a carton is actually more expensive than to buy a big bottle of Ribena and dilute it. Yeah, that's how rich you rich. I'm pouring the next wine and we're going to have. Box for your pack lunch. No, you boys. Oh my god, I can't believe. Who invited you on this show? Did you go to Power Rangers? No, 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 no. I Power Rangers. So I couldn't. We, you know, I couldn't get one for Christmas, so I just used my Connect box as a. Connect box, nice. Yeah. I thought you'd have a brown paper bag. No, no, no. That would be what you should have done, wouldn't it? Or just put it in your cap. We're going to be like that, pull it out, Bot change bread. Bot great again. <laughs> no, look, look, look. Back to the future. <laughs> oh my God, you two are terrible. Um, Sam, I poured your wine for you. Ah. So, do you want to tell us what, what we have? Yeah, well, I, um, so it's my first ever podcast, so I thought I'd just bring along a banger. A banger. Uh, <laughs> yeah. An absolute weapon, they might say. Well, you, you brought some swag with you, we noticed that. Some so, swag well, and a banger, right? I just wanted to show you... Swag um, and a banger. <laughs> It's what you need to try and say, swag and a banger, as if like, she's really like, that's the cool thing we say, right? Like, I'm trying, listen, so I'm trying to get so down with the kids. Down with the kids. Well, I mean, obviously, you know, we've all seen this, um, I thought I'd bring a new world wine, especially since, you know, this whole Brexit thing's coming in, make it all controversial now. If you really get a better trade agreement with South Africa than we have now, is what you're currently saying? Well, we, we, you know, we might we might do, might not. I actually, it's funny, people ask, I didn't even vote, I didn't think it was a big thing at the time. And then when it all came out, I went, oh, this is pretty big. <laughs> that was my interest in politics. So, uh, yeah, irrelevant. How's that going if you work oh, in your wine place? Oh, good God. Stop it. Don't get John started. So I've, um, yeah, we, we don't been. do politics on this show. So I brought um, a South African wine from a region called Hemel El Ard, which means heaven on earth. 
Uh, I could have made that up, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. I'm right or wrong. Uh, it's, it's from a winemaker from Kevin Grant, who he actually invented Hamilton Russell back in the day, which is now a huge, huge wine. Well, he invented it. Well, he's he a came up with the Listen, the invent, started, he was a established, invented. I'm just to clarify for mm-hmm. our listeners. Stop making Sam feel bad. He comes from a really poor place. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't know English. <laughs> just, we should just be pleased that he's talking. He did not just, just, I, are, you saying, are you saying he did school good? Is that what you're saying? He didn't school, he did school good. good. He didn't school good. So yeah. Sam knows about. So basically, Kevin Grant invented. He completely invented that, and nothing. Um, Hamilton Russell. It, it was just a bit of ocean, and then he invented it. Basically, and, it. and yeah. And so the reason I like about um, Kevin Grant is um, he reminds me of just sort of you know one of his winemakers. He's turned Hamilton Russell into a huge empire. Great credit to him. Mm. Hamilton Russell's a great wine. Really, really great wine. He just doesn't want to do that anymore. He wants to go true to his roots, which is what Bancroft's motto is. If I thought I'd do it, drop that in. <laughs> true to our roots. I took him some credit, right? We brought, when we brought Tom on here, he obviously worked for the same, yeah. worked for the same company. He's now left. He's left the wine industry. We know what happens to Tom, actually. He's vanished. And it might be because of our podcast that drove him underground. It could be. Maybe but it's the crack cocaine that's going to be the crack cocaine. Yeah. He's, moved off, he's moved off normal. He's, he's buying from the bottom. He's moved off reasonably priced cocaine onto crack cocaine. Good um, And, um, but, You've actually shamelessly plugged both Bancroft much better than he did. Uh, like <laughs> motto, you've got the catchphrase, and you actually brought a wine from Bancroft in where he just bought the first wine he looked at oh, as he spoke to us on the phone. He went, yeah, cool, I've got a wine. Yeah, yeah. So all round, I think you're a much better employee than he was. So, you know, oh, thank you very much. Um, I mean, it's a, the bar was low. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, was a, it was like a school run for the old... Um, what do you have to do here to jump over the, in the Olympics? you got... Hurdles, the hurdles. No, no, hurdles with your back, uh, backwards. Oh, um, high jump. Oh, high jump. Yeah. High jump. Yeah, low high jump for me. No, no high jump for you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so he's brought, you know, he's just said he wants to start again. He wants to do his own thing. Very small start small. So, obviously, heaven and lard, heaven on earth. I mean, if you Google it, it really is heaven on earth. You're surrounded by mountains and you're in this small little uh, region in South Africa. But uh, it's not actually certified organic. But the good thing I love about these wines they don't need to be because there's never been any pesticides or chemicals there in the first place. Mm. That's, the, that's the thing about the whole organic vegan system. It's a whole board and you've got to pay into the board. Yeah, it's a bit of a keyword. And a lot of people can't afford it. I couldn't afford it if I wanted to do right. it. Wine's made out of grapes, it's vegan. Get over it. Yeah. Just get over it. It's <laughs> as vegan as avocados are. Alright? So Avocado. get over it. Avocados yes, but of co- yes, but of course it depends on what they're doing to it. No one's using bull's blood anymore. It's expensive to get hold of in a pain. Everyone's using the stuff that's available. Grow up. You're hey. vegan. What about the old egg white? Do you French, French do that? A few, but not many. <laughs> yeah, just the, the most expensive bastards. Yeah, the, the truth. Well, the ones we can't afford. Well, they don't give a shit. Vegans can't afford that sort of stuff, so it don't matter. So it's all good. The thing is, someone says to me, they don't know about the whole vegan wine thing. They go, would you not feel you should need to appeal to it? They're asking me about it. I go, I don't know. I go, why? Because vegans aren't fun and don't drink. And that is also a true fact. I have some vegan friends. And they, they are the boring as shit. Name a fun vegan. A Name vegan. a single fun vegan. A single person you know who's vegan who you go. Vegan Joe. Vegan Joe. Vegan My Joe. friend Vegan Joe. <laughs> vegan Joe, I'm pretty is he sure. Is he friends to Average Joe? I'm pretty sure he was friends with Average Joe until he realised that he was more superior because he was vegan, right? So when then. The best Joe is Smoky Joe. <laughs> Smoky Joe. <laughs> Smoky Joe's good fun. Yeah, you're not going to live long, though. No, but listen, just because you're vegan does not mean you're not fun. It does. Means, you know, it, it's it not fun for you because they Name a fun vegan. Do you know a single person of your friend who's a vegan who's fun? 
I don't know any vegans. You can't, you see, look at me. I have loads of them, and I've got some friends who rarely listening. Thank you guys for listening, but you know you're boring. You know that we intentionally don't invite you out for dinner because you're nightmare. Regardless, anyway, the most important thing for wine is the flavour of wine. Sam, mm. please, continue with your wine. So, Atar- it's uh, Kevin Grant, and the wine's called Ataraxia, which actually means um, serene state of mind, free from worry and preoccupation. That was really well read. Yep, it well, goes so. straight off the bottle. That was very no, but, school. No, but we're, I think we were all sitting across you could read. I so. literally, yeah, I, I literally that, that, that last one threw me. I was like, whoa. <laughs> preoccupation. Yeah. It's like when you read, um, I take my kids to like the dinosaur trails and they sort of break it up. That's how I sort of work it now. So, so actually, you probably got better through them. Through them, yeah, yeah. Teach a bit of a homework. Happy days. But this has been in a while. Um, it's lovely. It's really... It's, it's quite It's quite funny how we've kicked things off with two of the best grapes out there. Breezing and Pinot Noir. I think that's how oh, you Oh, great. So the one I brought is just going to completely... <laughs> Passively. <laughs> just ruined mine. No, that hasn't even come. But I like, it, I like it. I like what you did there. You just did it in there. Hoping she would realise she'd take a while to think about it. But no, I, I was me schooled well, so I know I know what you're doing. Yeah, well, this is, I mean, if you're, um, you know, when you were sitting down at your, you know, your banquet table, <laughs> 20, <laughs> drinking, you. drinking my Ribena, uh, yeah. watered down. Well, you know, you're shutting it like a peasant. You know, <laughs> you know that's what a lot of people. I bet, I bet you shed it all down natural mineral water though. Well, I mean, boss. <laughs> I mean, you, you talk about average Joe and Smoky Joe, and that's, they just don't. A lot of them don't think Pinot Noir's great, and they probably say it tastes like Ribena. This is probably it what does. you were drinking. You weren't even drinking. No, yeah, this year realise you were drinking good, good old Pinot White. Good, good Burgundy. Maybe that's why I slept so well at night. Bit of, bit of Ron Burgundy you had every night. Ron Burgundy. Ron. Who's Ron Burgundy? I've got the Ron, please. Oh, yeah, I've got the Ron. Uh, okay, I literally am lost with you. So I used to work with Cornelian Barrow um, in Canary Walk. I should imagine you would have used to work for Cornelian Barrow. And this was in the bars, and this is it's, it's, it's it's a roadie content. Well, this trader came in, he goes, You're right, Samuel? I was like, Hello? You were Samuel there, were you? To the posh lot, obviously. God, yeah. Can't say Jonesy. Yeah. And uh, he'd be like, I'll stick a bottle of Jeffrey, open the can of bottle of Jeffrey for me. I was like, Jeffrey? What's that all about? And then it was Gervais Chambertin. Oh, nice. So, um, Gervais Chambertin, Joseph Roti. Quite close to my heart, that one. Joseph Roti? Yeah. Joseph Roti. Close to my heart. Shit, you're going to ruin it for me. I'm going to have to say the next time I do it. Someone just look at me like I'm a peasant. Do you know a... what, though? But doesn't it, you know, if you love wine and you enjoy wine, actually, it doesn't matter how you pronounce it. This whole, again, you, it's true. Do you ever see the thing that some guy did an online thing where it's pronouncing things and this one's Chasseneau de Pat? He goes, How do you pronounce Chasseneau de Pat? Shoots and you to do poopy. Shoots and you to do poopy. Shoots and you to do poopy. Actually, I love that. Type in Delboy's French slangs. It's like 10 minutes of YouTube of him just saying, like, Oh, creme de la mom. Did you never watch Only Fools and Horses? No. I did. The running gag was Delboy. We always use the wrong French word for things. We always just use like names of stuff. We were like, so instead of saying like, I mean, again, instead of saying creme de la creme, you'd say creme de la mons or something like that. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I only watched. I watched a few episodes when I wasn't well, passed out. Yeah, yeah, mons two. Mons two. Rodney. Mons two. Is that where he got the mons two? Yeah, yeah, just saying random like, French words. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. I like it now. Now it all makes sense. No, but this is lovely. I well, like. What I like about South Africa, a lot of people see South Africa as super hot country, and you can only grow the big cabernets to show us what they're known for. I mean, we talk about pinotage, and apparently pinotage is coming back. Is it? Well, they, uh, that's on the grapevine. Well, that, that suggests that it was here in the first place. It was never there, but there's, there's a few, <laughs> there, are, there are a few good producers. Um, B. Vintners is one to check out. He's related to the Rats family. Uh, he does a really good pinotage, and it's not expensive. It's reasonable. Because up until now, you only really had Kopke. Is it Kopke? Yeah, Kopke, isn't it? 
Can of cop, sorry, can of cop. Oh, okay. Can of cop. Can of cop was the only one who ever really did a good pinot tarot. They just got hundred points. Don't say points. You love that. Who's that? I'm going to start emailing everyone soon. Next, next represents me a point score. I'm going to sack all them. Why not? I don't care about James Suckling and who he's sucking off to go do these fucking stupid scores. Decking points are stupid. He gets Oh, I think that goes back to episodes. Oh, I don't know, five or six. The last six years of my life. And, and he got so angry when... It's just the, it's just the most dumb... I've had one kind of... Ah, updated on the scores soon. I don't give a shit. Some people do. Moving on. We're not going to do this. We've already done the argument. We're lasting like <laughs> half an hour on one of the podcasts. Um, tell me about South Africa, please. So, the, the, you know, we talk about Heaven and Lard. Heaven and Lard is surrounded by mountains, so you've got that climate, that cool climate coming over. And it's just, I mean, for me, he only, does, he only makes four wines, which I think for me... As a winemaker, two to two to four is a perfect number because, because there's, really there's, a, there's more passion in it. Yeah, and this guy is driven by terroir, um, and he's an absolute passionate, passionate bloke. Does does go on a bit, but I do respect everything he does for it, and I think it's great. So Pinot Noir for me, I just thought it's a nice little introduction into this. It's you know I, I don't think it's your lighter style. This is more of a modern new world. It's got a bit of body, a bit of weight to it. It's got a bit of smoke in this bit. It's very gentle, easy drinking. Which, Actually, yeah. Okay, no, I was going to say, it's, it's no, but oh, how very polite of you. No, but it's beautiful. The nose is much more kind of earthy and a little bit more kind of licorice and even tar. A little bit, so much more darker. But actually, on the palate, it's sweeter. Like a lick of that, the oak is coming through yeah. and the nice vanilla edge. It's real. It's well, like oak should act like salt in my opinion. Oak, you shouldn't add too much oak to it. You know, it just gifts. It just brings it to life. That's well. Yeah. I was going to say, since what you said, so for me, like on the nose, on the. the the front of the palate is quite full and bold and you're thinking, oh my god, this is going to be overpowering and then actually it just peters off pretty nicely. Yeah, yeah, it's just an elegant... So it's a very piece. soft, smooth finish, so it leaves you wanting more, which is what a good Pinot should really be like. I mean, we always talk about acidity with Pinot, which is important, but for me, I think the reason why Pinot is so successful is just good Pinots are Moorish. You can keep drinking them and drinking them and drinking Coffin them. Coffin wine. Yeah, and some of the best... Coffin, coffin, coffin wine, wine or coffin? Coffin, coffin like coffin. when you're dead? Coffin. <laughs> I love a good coffin, coffin. wine you when I'm dead. Take a 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 a lot of the world price ones out there, they're more made to drink and they're not really made to go with a bit of food properly. And this one just it's got that bit of depth to it. Yeah, there's quite a lot of complexities. And you've got to think, I think also good wine kind of go with the cuisine of the area it comes from. If you think it's South Africa, barbecue, that style of food, this is definitely going to be your... Uh, bunny chow. Bunny chow, yeah. This kind of good, bunny or chow. Bruni, or bunny chow. What do they call it? What's, What's bunny it? chow? Oh my God, I know nothing what you guys uh, are saying brine. today. Brine. Yeah. That's it. Brine. What are we talking about? You don't know much about South, South African, African food. food. Yeah. Not, I know. Basically, it's where the South Africans rename other bits of barbecue but very aggressively yeah That's they, the they do a great pepperoni I don't know what they call it what do they call it their beef sticks the dry cured meat or biltong that's it yeah biltong which is just beef jerky but they want to call it their own thing yeah which is I bet every South African sister's going it's not beef jerky it's beef jerky it's just dry pepperoni it's better it tastes better it's not quite as crap as beef jerky but it is it's just definitely still beef jerky but I, I mean this would be great with any kind of even saying pepperoni like with, with lots of bits of black pepper you know spicy, when you get, yeah, well, when you get those spicy meats, which, yeah. is, which is what I do this would and be then okay the, their cooking is very much whether it's barbecue whether it's like more like at home cooking spice is definitely something they always have a good amount of their food 
not over the top, but we like they always have a good bit of pepperiness and things like that to it. So I think that definitely it's a um, uh, definitely it, it, it's something that definitely leads in. I think that's what food in a good area should do. Yeah, um, should really lean into that. Except for there was some. God, I can forget his name though. Some bell end master of wine decided to say on a forum lately that the whole idea of wine and food pairing is stupid. Wow, um, that's a bit of a I like that. Um, I shat all over and two people have said out in the US because they want to try and appeal to the Chinese market. So I started having a bit of a spat with him on Facebook. I mean, would you believe I would do that? You having <laughs> an argument with somebody? Yeah, it's quite good, but uh, a few people. Uh, uh, do they call that trolling? No, I didn't troll them. No, if you're having an argument with someone, if they're coming back, I think, then... I think if, you're, if, if you're putting something you out there... Abuse. If you're putting something out there, and you're putting it out there for a comment, then that's for a comment. Oh, I'm right. not abusing your personal Trolling fact. is just simply but, saying, you're fat. But he, he did... His best thing is he, his excuse for it as well was this... I put a comment, so I go, I think this is... I said, I think it's very lazy to say that, and you're just doing this to make up for the fact that a market doesn't understand food and wine pairing, which also I think is also disingenuous, and a lot of Chinese people who do like and are interested in Chinese in food and wine pairing. So on two levels I felt he was just being disingenuous and he was just being lazy. And then he came back to me doing this whole, um, I didn't really notice he's actually in the thread, I just put a comment out commenting on the article. He came back to me, which is fair enough, came back to me. And it was sort of all kind of nice, but he, he, started, he does this whole bit about him going, I said, oh no, I wouldn't want to be invited to his dinner table. He goes, oh, we were invited anyway. I go, thanks, but it's a bit too far away. I thought it was just playful. Then he did this whole bit, so he come at me again, like going, because, well, a lot of people recognise me, a lot of chefs think I know, you know, basically bigging himself up. I don't think any chef would, if any chef is decent, they will understand that food is enhanced by wine. And anyone in the wine industry know that food can get better with, um, sorry, wine can get better with food. So there's no chef that's but, behind him saying food and wine pairing. But his excuse was, he goes, I, I run many seminars, I'm publishing lots of things, and lots of chefs listen to me. And that was his literal reason for why I'm right. And I'm like, actually, I go, go, doesn't matter what you've done, mate, you're wrong, you're wrong. <laughs> I go, I have my own opinion. I didn't, you know, I didn't, I go, I'm not coming at you personally, I'm not attacking your career, I'm just saying what you said, you're a load of shit. <laughs> Talking of opinions, what do you think? Here's our wine news segment. Just, uh, we were talking about this earlier. Wine cans. They're, they think this is going to be the latest trend for 2019, and a lot of people are bringing in wine. The supermarkets are doing it. Some um, wine merchants are bringing it in to sell to restaurants. Um, um, I was actually shops. contacted lately by someone running a load of bars <laughs> up north, mm. trying to find out who's bringing in decent wine in a can. Um, I know it's already really big in the US, and when I was out in Canada, um, yeah, I... they're, they're very on to it at the moment. Um, I think we're going to see the wine bottle is going to start to disappear. Um, I think just because of transportation, it's always working out. The, wow. the cost it is, the amount of space you have left in a box, what is the wine bottles in, it's wasting tons of space when it comes to transportation. Yeah. Um, and also the weight of wine bottles. I mean, God, especially stuff you get from like South America and Spain. Some of them just go so crazy on the yeah, well, all weight that. of the bottles. Um, so I think that we are going to see that begin to change. I've seen lots of designs of like bottles that be super thin and wrap around each other. So I stick, stick for the letterbox, yeah, yeah. Yeah, letterbox. Well, I think, think I'm actually for that, it. Okay. I'm for it. I don't. I'm, I'm, not yeah, I'm up. I'm up for it in terms of uh, you know saving the planet reasons. But you're not going. You can't. I mean, putting premium, premium wine in happen, cans, it can't gonna, happen. Oh no, no, like, no I think you're talking about. I think more than you think. But what's the difference between a can, can and Stelvin? Uh, nothing in terms of the fact that again aging, you know, I think. It's but you're not aging those wines. I mean, mm. we're watching more and more is that the <coughs> wine market isn't aging nothing. I mean, look at Burgundy. Four or five years ago, you could pick up a Burgundy with five to six years age easy. Now you're lucky if you can get something that's not bad to come out. So mm. I don't think that I don't think that's true at all. But um, I have to say, it's so handy for a picnic. Well, I saw it's so that. handy for a picnic. But again, I yeah, but I wouldn't want to spend any money on it. 
effectively drinking, because like, I'm drinking from a can. Like, you, if you can't, for me, honestly, it's not a Ponzi thing. If you can't swill around that wine, though, um, and get the aromas, if you've brought the glass. The only thing is by having. You have to get of a bottle. I was you're, just swelling it in a bottle. Yeah, but if you took a bottle, you're the type of person going to a picnic taking the glass. You're not going to drink it from the bottle. Well, you move you your basket, my dear. Yeah, you <laughs> your basket, yeah. <laughs> me, is that a can and a no, straw? If you're taking a can, you're taking the can. It's convenient for you to drink it from the can. That's true. If you're drinking a Provence rose, you need to be drunk for a year. Year it comes out. Yeah, so aging's an issue. So what's wrong with that? Because for me, no matter what, by swilling around a glass of wine, you are letting in some air and opening up the wine, even if it's but a cheap wine. Of wine. I think. So, I think so. Yes, I think yes. It obviously a really premium wine should be decanted because it needs so much but time. We to really really premium, how but much even the market, cheap. How much of the market is premium? It's not about the how much. No, but but ignore the premium. For me, it, the can idea is a great idea. I think it's perfect. But the only negative is I think you are, it, it will encourage people to not get the best out of their wine because they will drink well, we, from the can. And you will never get the same Those are the type of people that don't give them on these. Yeah, yeah that's fine. But also the general, that's true point. It's the environment where you do it. Secondly, also you'll think of this. Is, the best example would be sparkling wine. Most people drink sparkling wine in a terrible way. They drink it in a flute, which we all know yeah, wine kills the wine, you don't get flavour out of it. And people drink really expensive champagne like that. So you might as well put fucking Dom Perignon in the can because dog shit anyway. And you can put a lot of mullet in the can, it's not going to make no difference was, to the taste. I was, was following Rajat Par and he was out in Korea and they're doing wine in a bag. Who's Rajat? You know Rajat Par? Rajat Par, he's uh, got a few wineries out in. He, he's a master sommelier, did very well in the US, he's much more. a very out and open, non Ponzi sort of guy, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. He's a classic yeah. sommelier. And then he went into winemaking. Um, best buddies with um, Sega. Sega. Yeah. Okay. Basically, I'm shocked when you don't see them together in a picture on Instagram. <laughs> At this point, I don't. I know that Michael got recently married to some woman. I don't think she's seen him because mainly he's with Rajpal. <laughs> he hasn't got well, time for him. Well, I mean, I saw this start, and I thought, you know, bad it's a cute relationship. That's plastic, bad for the environment, so that's not going to go far. But then, um, if you follow the, do you follow the fat Jewish in America? No. So he's this guy. That's I, sort of, I have heard the name, but I don't. I haven't followed. So he's this guy, but he's just he's more of a comedian and he mm-hmm. takes the piss out of life and in general. But he, uh, he's got, he's called Babe Wine. Babe Wine. So basically, he just puts shit wine in a bottle with marketing. So he's got a red wine called Winter is the Worst Red Wine. And then he's got Family Time is Hard, Pinot Grigio. <laughs> oh my God, that's brilliant. But yeah, he does do cans. He does uh, Rosé yeah. with Bubbles, Babe Wine. Yeah, the, the mark, and you know what? But this is perfect for people who just want... He's, I want to get, I said to my company, yeah, but we need to bring that but in. But girl would have to do Babe, Babe, Babe. What's this? Yes, she had come with one babe. So you just, just imagine all that. Oh, you know, you just babe. buy three. You yeah. just buy three Every cans. time you walk into any restaurant, you, you, you can't do it. Every time you go into a restaurant. All of them in the rooftop bars. All of them in the rooftop bars, all in the nightclubs. I mean, there is a point, but I always think you'll find it in some areas that never happen. You're never going to have it in, like, you'll have it in a few quirky restaurants, but proper mm. Michelin star restaurants is not going to happen. No, 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 but I mean, this is a volume. Oh, part, can you imagine it? in a Richmond Star restaurant? Um, here is your um, Chateau Neuf de Pape, your Chateau Neuf de Pape, Chateau Neuf de Pape, Chateau Neuf de Pape, Pape, and then. Glug, 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 glug. Yeah, because at least with Stelvin, you can do the arm thing. I think it'll work at like day things like festivals. Festivals, it could be. It's like a greatly improved wine selection in some places. Because if you've been stuck with Black Tower at festivals, 
you could at least have. Okay, you win. I mean, yeah, I'm very good. Stops people having maybe uh, GT, stops people having the pins and lemonade, the JD and Coke, because they can have the wine and maybe yeah, it gets them into wine more. Get out, you're not at a festival. You're just there, you know. Well, it's funny if you say that. I'm, I'm, I can't say who, but I may be working some big festivals this year. Yeah, yeah, you're the one ruining it all. You're the one ruining it all. I'll be working like the super posh tent because obviously, you know. Because you're so upper class. No, because I get paid by upper class people to serve them. Like the peasant I am. <laughs> Bring them their oh, yeah, I, I, You know, I don't think... I know a lot of people do the whole, you know, you festival, you just go there to have a good time. It's not about the whole... There might be a side It's not about Instagram and showing off. Most people's lives now are about having a good time. Most people's times are making other people believe their lives are fantastic. That is what the world is proved. And that's why those cans work for marketing, because cool marketing, no one gives a crap what's in the can. See them, so you see your restaurants now. How many people? It's now you've got marketing. People, you need to have Instagrammable dishes. But what if the food tastes good? That doesn't really matter. How Instagrammable is it? Completely irrelevant. And I know of a few wine companies, some even in England, where they came up with marketing ideas for certain wines, and then told the winemaker you need to make something that works for this. So you know it's annoying though. I mean, they're very well-known wines. I'm not going to I've got some great them. products um, for our work, and you know the label. The, to me, the labels, the labels are relevant. It's all about the juice. But you've just got people that just say, oh, you know, the label. Don't know the label, but then you're like, yeah. the label, the, I, I don't think... Uh, what's the saying? I'm don't not, judge a book by its cover. Yeah, that's... But you live on Instagram now, so no one cares about it. This is it. Now what it's about is about watching someone who leads a better life than you, but then secretly judging them and hoping their life is worse. That's what we turn into. Unfortunately, I don't normally agree with Jonathan, but... On that one, you've got to agree with me, yeah. 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 I mean, I'm not like that. I don't like to have someone to kind of be asked to do it. You know, I don't give them monkeys. No. How are you going to explain to old Mr. Winemaker in Chateauneuf du Pat? In what? In Chateauneuf de Pape, that's not how you say it. Chateauneuf de Pape, bro. I like how you're having more trouble with the take the piss thing than you are with the real It's like, you've got to go with something, you've got to go, Frenchie, listen, we've got a bit of a problem. Your wines are great, but your labels are shit. It's just going to go. It does happen, people rebrand it. It's happened for years. But it's different in France. France can get away with it because they just go traditional. But then that's right, it's still Yeah, and that's fine. It's almost like the new world that has more of the problems where they design a fun label, but it's actually just old. Talking of ultra new world, what have you got for us? Okay, so this. Ultra new world. Is that a new thing? This is new world, new world. I just went down. New new. This is new new world. Like out out, but not quite There's a big difference between out and out out. And then of the out, out, out is where you end up in a nightclub in your slippers with your bottle of milk with a glass of Prosecco on the other hand. I like that. Thing. Yeah. Out, out, out. So, so this is <laughs> new, new world. I went down to Jerry's um, wine shop in Soho because it was just around the corner from us. Look, Joe Jerry's. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> anyway, and I said to them, I want something... Really good, but I want something a bit different and a bit weird. And they brought me a Peruvian wine, which of course at first I was a little apprehensive, but they've said it is very, very good. And listen, I have seen, I know the brand label. I can't remember if yeah. I had a Tempranillo or had a blend. This is, but I'm you, sure I've tried something from them at some point. I can't yeah, they do. Right. They, this is made in Peru. I have no idea, and I Googled it. I've been to Peru. Peru. Here, folks, now, the top wine experts, we have no idea the wine we're drinking. This, no, 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 it says Ica. It says Ica on the bottle. So because I, I, I think I've been to Ica. You think, but you don't know. Well, so, you know, we're, we're talking about South America. When you're there, you're there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
You know, you're not just there. You're there. Yeah, there. you're there. Um, and you're not holding back. No, exactly. Well, and South I, America is around the corner, mate. Isn't it? Yeah. It's around the corner. But I have to say, the information about this bottle is very, very limited online. So I, I know very little. But this is a Tempranillo. It used to say Tempranillo Crianza in previous vintages until they kind of got in a lot of trouble for trying to put Crianza on the label. So it now doesn't. But it's basically made in the typical Crianza way. This spends a year in American French oak, six months, I believe, in the bottle. Um, and this is a 2008. So the name is Picasso. So it's a Picasso Tempranillo. Right, I mean, marketing. Um, <laughs> but it's interesting. I, I haven't actually drunk it yet, but smell it, guys. It's really strong. I'm not on the well, nose. Peruvians are well known for making many strong things that they grow in their fields. So that's not a big mm, surprise no. to me. It's very for me, considering this is Tempranillo. Is it a field blend of the coca plant? <laughs> you know, it's like who knows. Why? We start talking about vine, coca plant, vine, coca. You know, it could add. Who's cutting down cocaine plants to plant vine? That's what I don't understand. Surely that can't be beneficial properly. Anyway, back to the smell of it. You're right. It's really, it's really. I'm <laughs> so sorry. No, 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 no. Oh my god, no. But it's like, like, well, let's taste it because this is very much like it's very black, very leathery, a bit of sweet coconut, but it's a very unusual nose. Now, Peru are famous for many things. Not one. Like mainly one thing. Yeah, they do do good qui, which is guinea pig. Okay. Very good dish. I don't think that's mm. gonna. I don't think that's gonna overtake their main export. No, no. Um, ceviche, obviously. Yeah. Great bit of dish that. And they do another one. So ceviche is very famous. You know, the whole lime and onion cure it, job done. Uh, but they do. They do this one dish. <laughs> sure you would have a cure it. Lime onion, done, right? Anyway, he's forgetting obviously all the coriander, the chili. I didn't have that, it was just lime onions and whatever came out of the sea. Just a little bit of corn in there and then continue. Really? I went, when I was in Peru, you remember when she goes to the AC, when she goes to Peru, she goes to like the fine dining. I swear, you were obviously, you were obviously in Joe Peru. Yeah, you had a deconstructed quit, I just had it off the bar. Do you know where I had my cooking class? Yeah, Joe Peru. In a hostel in Lima. So thank you very much. What was the hostel called? Was it a wild rover? It was like it was called Wild Rover. That's an epic. It was called like 1985 or something. Let's say it was an. It was a. Sure, it had a few stars. It was hostel spelled H O T E L. Yeah, I know exactly what hostel was. The, um, um, 1900, I stayed in, there you go, a little plug, and it was a fantastic hostel where you get Pisco sours for um, less than £2, little pool table, really amazing breakfast, a guacamole pool table, like a for like, again, table. a pound, like a no, a proper one, and a grand, it was an awesome hostel, and a grand 1900 hostel, you guys are mean, okay, I this wine is not bad, I don't think it's worth the money, but it's definitely, how much did you pay for it? £20. So it's this, it's a bit, but it's an interesting experience. I don't know my price, but for all of you that are viewing out there, you can get it from me private for 22 Ataraxia Pinot Noir. Maybe. Oh, yeah, so you're, so yeah, so, okay, you're, so, so, so you know the Thanks price for you. that, because I do sell this in my shop, you. Uh, ah, oh, you sorry, I'm But thank you very much for that. Just, uh, I do apologise. Just throw that one out there. Well, that's what delisted. How much How much can people buy this one? I have to check. I think you're looking at retail. I, I, again, I'm right. To be honest, we'd probably buy it at 22. I'm, I don't know anything. Yeah, he's, ask make, he's trying to pretend like he sells it and they can buy it from him. No, they can't. People ask me, they're just like, what's the price of this? I'm like, I don't know, look at the website. Pretty bad. Uh, no, I'll send you a digital agency list because we don't print anymore, we're eco friendly, which I think is great. 
No, but you don't sell direct to customers, do you? You only sell to... No, I do private clients. Oh, okay. It's huge on private clients. I suppose most people are making their money now. Uh, yeah, but all the old boys are dead. No, but it's new, it's new, it's new money. Doing, and, the new, and the new boys, the average Joes, they're average buying Joes. in the can. The average, yeah. You know, he sent he send them, he boys who've got some money now, haven't they? Yeah, but... They've all gone legit. They can, all, they can all put it on pretty for their taxes. They've got to hide their money somewhere else. So boys have got options. Mine's a great option. But, I mean, I always get... The, the gigs I get, I don't get the fine wine investment. I get more... My fridge is empty. Can you fill it up? All right, that's what I've And I just send them an invoice and they just... Yeah, yeah. But then I just do, like, a mixture of it for them. They're good gigs. They're really good gigs. But, I mean, the... Um, you the can't fine, bring the swag, can you? Oh, I could send them a mate wine, great again, Cap. I was thinking, like, when we do wine trips with customers, um, I want to get one of them, you know, like the, when they walk around with a big pointy thing and a flag. Really like to be that guy with the blue cap. Just you could just do it here in London and take people around. Yeah, I know. Pretty sure. Could you just walk around and eventually group and start following them? They would, wouldn't they? You pick yeah. up some tourists. Mm, okay, so anyway, just finalising on this wine, I'm feeling like we might have to go back to the others, to be honest. It's not, I mean, I think this would be good with, with food, something really, really rich, but it's a very... It's nice about wine that we can really It's a serious... Things. No, it's great, and it's definitely not a bad wine, and I'm, I'm actually, I'm glad we got it. Um, but if I, think, I was in Peru, and I had to order a glass of wine, and this is what turned up... It's I really would, intense. I wouldn't be it? upset. No, it's not, and I, I think, actually, it's worth, the point is, we're dry, trying this wine, so we should be letting people know what to expect. it came after two very good wines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, those, they stock both these wines. But <laughs> both of these wines, the first two, are way more expensive than the other as well. So, can we give an average? Can you give me a guess on the two wines? I think, uh, I think retail? you're looking at actually somewhere in like the mid 30s mark, to yeah. Like 30s in a retail shop. Yeah, yeah, and definitely. Around about that. And, and the Riesling is way uh, higher. Well, probably double. Yeah, exactly. So, a lot more with the Riesling. And this is 20. So definitely a, a different price, but I still just, I mean, and there's a lot going on. There's a lot of oak. It is, it is imbalanced, it, it's but it's just very clingy. It's quite overworked. It's so much, it's so much concentration. It's very powerful. But for I, people who like the jammy more uh, in I, your I, face I wines, I, don't think it's, I, don't think, I think they would like this. It's not a terrible wine. I think that, um, I mean, to, again, it's, it's not within the style of what people are drinking with. No, it's UK. not delicate. It's I also not feel restrained. that it's, it's, it's a bit more in that American style, that old school American style of very, very worked. So they've made the juice get really concentrated, they've yeah. kicked it super ripe, and then they've done a lot of oaking to it and other things to try and make it more than what it is. Mm-hmm. So you, you can imagine that, that, you know, it's really hot out there, or it's really cold. We can still so travel in the desert, or you're up in the Andes Mountains. So it's, it's a tricky one. So you can still pick early. Pick early, but you're going to get the full ripeness. So I reckon they've over-ripened it. Yeah. Well, it's um, almost a little bit raisiny, um, but they've used, obviously, a lot of new oak. But if this is in, this is in, in America... Probably sell. People will probably like it. Well, I think. But in the UK, but you know, anyone, Europe, just yeah. anybody who wants something powerful, almost really concentrated, really oaky, then actually this is the one. Could you go to us. Joe Jerry's and you can have one? Well, no, it's, it's, it's great for us. If any of us, or like wine people in the industry, you know, they always love inviting us around for dinner because we're always going to bring a nice bottle of wine. So mm-hmm. you don't like them? You could you could turn up with any. The thing is, you, I've turned up with bottles that I've just you know people given to me that I know that it's you know it's, it's nice it's nice for. Turn up, people are like, oh, this looks amazing. And they're like, oh, can we have this for dinner? I'm like, yeah, go for it. I'm like, oh, it's amazing, isn't it? You're like, oh, fucking hell, what are you having? <laughs> but that's, so that's, exactly. a, you well, that's the way in the wine world. But yeah, it's all subjective. The whole thing is subjective to how much Wonga you want to spend on the old stuff. Yeah, the other two are much more. Sorry, just translate for other customers. Wonga means money. Um, there's, a, there's a company called Wonga. No, they're going to bust. Have they? Yeah. They didn't have enough Wonga. They didn't have enough Wonga. Ironically, Wonga went out of Wonga. Wonga needed a day loan. 
Yeah, so many loads. Funny Maybe there was, a, there was another Wonga company out there, huh? Yeah. A Wonga for Wonga. Double Wonga. Oh, now you're on something. And you can make caps. Some could double, get you some, some caps developed for that. All right, well, guys, listen, I mean, we haven't really had much time for, for Rant Corner, to be honest. I mean, you've basically got a few minutes left, uh, Jonathan, if you want to have a bit of a moan. He does that weird stuff with his arm. It's so gross. I'm so glad we're not on video. It's cool. Oh, you're doing something really weird right now. Um, Jonathan, you got something to rant about? You've got a few minutes and I'm going to I'm gonna turn this shit off. You're okay? You're taking too long. I don't know. I don't, I'm going to think... That massively grating on me at the moment. I think that I mean, you're actually getting more tranquil with your old age. No, I mean, I just, like, I'm trying to avoid talking about the B word because, you know, it's just depressing in every way, shape or form. Oh, and you're not allowed, okay. Yeah, well, um, you're so not I'm avoiding that to. and that basically takes up most of my life now. So okay, well, I'm glad, I'm glad you're letting something so I'm, depressive I'm continue. generally scared what happens. This is what I'm saying about. I'm oh, just, no. No, 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 no. I'm scared what happens when Brexit's over. Because I've dedicated so much of my life following it and keeping up. Oh, you'll have nothing to do with your time. I don't know what to do with it. Like, you I, can drink. Like, I, like, I have to get like, a hobby, watch TV again. Sweetie, crack so cocaine nice. is coming into the UK. You're going to yeah. be fine. Well, then I'll need more energy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm sure there's a few tranquilizers out there. Yeah. Like, I don't. <laughs> probably the same guy who supplies them. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be fine. You get your horse tranquilizer and your crack cocaine. That's, mm. that's the way forward, isn't that it? That is. Uh, I um, don't know how we've ended up finishing the program talking about drugs. I just want to put out there. I'm an absolute anti-drug taker, so I don't know why I'm encouraging this kind of behaviour. No, I think at this point, though, just with how bad London is, it's just funny. It is funny. And you know what? Good for everybody. Enjoy your life. They are. I mean, I, I remember walking into a restaurant, which I won't name, but Mission Style on, a Friday afternoon. And I know the people there, and I went to go have a drink. I may have put a picture of him on Instagram. Um, and it was about two o'clock on Friday afternoon, and the toilet seat. Oh, really white? Little white sprinkles? looked like a Jackson Pollock. There was just <laughs> white streaks all down it. But what I also don't understand is what, and someone maybe out there someone who's a regular cocaine taker can tell me. <laughs> really is, good cocaine uh, taker as opposed well, no, to very really bad I mean, cocaine I don't want to hear from an amateur one, hear from someone who really knows they're doing. Okay, everyone, um, professional cocaine uh, takers, please contact us. Do you not look to see that there's a metal side next to you? Because when I saw this toilet, the toilet would look like all this. On next to you to my left, there was a perfectly good metal side, which I can only assume is a better option. Secondly, is cocaine that good that it's worth needing a piss for? Because I love drink, I love wine, I love going out for food. I'm not going to kneel down in a bathroom to eat or drink it though. That's my caveat. I'm not going to get on my knees, and I've cleaned toilets before, they're not pleasant, and put my nose on the top of something. That people shit on. That people shit on, just for a jonesing. Like, no wine, you, you could lay Romney Conti down there, I go, it's not worth it, mate. And on that note, me and Sam will definitely get on our knees in a toilet. And have a little sip of Romani Conti. That's what's worth the money to watch. So it's just been out of a nightclub. They'll be like, well, he's out there just sniffing Romani Conti. It's so that's. I like. Cheers. I think you're going to go to the bathroom. I agree with you. Sante. Yeah, Mange too. Mange too. And all that. Thank you very much for joining us today. No, my pleasure. And let's see what nonsense when we listen back to this. We actually. This should be a fun one to edit. See us again on the next episode. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Bye. 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 Ha, ha, ha.